Hello, my name is Julia Sizer. Welcome to Self-Care for Teachers, a weekly motivation, refresher, and reminder of why we became teachers in the first place and how valuable we are in order to be our best for our students, our families, and ourselves. In this week's episode, we will talk about the various methods of self-care, which method is best, and how to maximize your self-care efforts in order to maintain both mental and physical wellness and stamina. Before we discuss methods of self-care and which one may be best, an important question to ask first off is, am I taking care of myself? As teachers, we find ourselves day in, day out, giving and giving and giving, only to find that we're actually becoming more and more stressed, which may lead to burnout. So it's a good idea to determine Am I really taking care of myself? And whatever method I am using as self-care, is that really the one for me? Is it working? Is it benefiting me? Um, There are different methods of self-care. Walking, running, weight training, yoga, watching TV, going shopping, reading, etc., Uh, We find ourselves doing things that we feel are relaxing, and all of those things can be. But really, which method is best? The important things to remember here and to ask yourselves are, am I taking care of myself, and is the method I am choosing, is that really benefiting me? I know for myself, uh, I try to binge watch TV shows because a lot of other people were doing it and it was relaxing for them. And I thought, well, why don't I try to sit down and do that? But when I did, I found myself not being relaxed because I'm a person that really has a hard time sitting still. So for me, running, running is a part of my self-care, but that may not be everybody's self-care. Another thing would be uh, me trying to go get a manicure or a pedicure every week or so. That's awesome. Those are lovely. But that started to become an expense. And the expense of it started to be a stress on me. So that ended up not really being self-care. So I had to alter that activity a little bit. Um, The main thing is to find something that benefits you and to really think it through and not just pick up something because everybody else is doing it. It's really important to tap into what are you doing and and is it helping you? Is it helping you relax? Um, Is it helping you uh, find a solution to your problems uh, or alleviating your stress? You want to get to the root of why you're engaging in a certain activity of self-care. I know that we want self-care to be uh, fluffy and light and just so relaxing up on the surface, but um, we need to dig a little deeper as to why we're engaging. Ask yourselves, why am I doing this? What's going on in my life that 
I need to work on uh, and not to use your self-care as a band-aid. Self-care should help uncover any root cause of anxiety, depression, anger, sadness, stress, worry. What is it um, that's causing this? And what could I engage in that would help me uncover the root um, of the problem that you're having? I know for me, I do uh, deal with uh, being anxious from time to time. Uh, For me, running helps me tune in to what am I anxious about? Uh, What can I run to? Literally, that would be a solution. And physically, it releases chemicals in my body that help me relax, help me to feel happy, help me to feel confident and strong. And that is something that is good for me. So we want to make sure that we're selecting a method of self-care that really truly benefits who we are and what we have going on inside of us to help us and to maximize ourselves and our lives. Of course, we want it to be fun and relaxing. That's the whole point is to take care of yourself, to take time for yourself. But that means not only disengaging from the world around us, um, but to look within ourselves and to make a good connection between, okay, what do I need to address? What is happening in my life? And what can I connect with that will help me feel better and at the same time um, help fix uh, any deeper issues within myself? As humans, we tend to develop a schema of thinking Um, Throughout our daily lives, problems that we are trying to address, we have ingrained thought patterns. We believe that, well, because this is the way it's always been done, this is the way other people are doing it, and this is the way that I'm approaching my life, that I'm approaching my problems. Um, But if we can think outside of the box, we can begin to strike a balance in our lives and not only resolve the deeper issues and stressors, but also the peace and the relaxation that we desire through our self-care. So maximizing your self-care means being thoughtful with what you're choosing, uh, making sure it is a good fit for your personality, uh, what you're wanting to address within yourself, and how it can best be worked out and ultimately completely alleviated from your life. And then when you engage, it can be all the more relaxing for you. At the end of the day, self-care is about celebrating yourself, uh, validating yourself on the inside and the out so that you can then go and validate others. Uh, especially as our work of teachers, because that is the nature of our work, encouraging others, validating their identities and who they can be and their potential and taking thoughtful stock of who we are as individuals and tackling what's within us and 
caring for us as whole individuals lends itself to happy lives all the way around for everyone. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast. I would appreciate it if you could rate, review, or leave a comment. It truly does help my listenership. And I enjoy hearing from other teachers about what their struggles are that may be featured on future episodes. You may follow me on Instagram at selfcareforteachers underscore Julia, where you will find links to join our Facebook group as well as my email to request a copy of the transcript for this episode, as well as a speaking engagement request. Until next time, this is Self Care for Teachers. We are amazing. We are peaceful teachers.